What's up, everybody? How you doing tonight? I'm doing well. Thank you for asking me. I don't normally get that question back. Thanks, Charlie. I appreciate it. I'm really excited for what God's doing in the room tonight. Amen? Are you guys excited for what God's doing in the room tonight? Yeah, thank you, sir. You can just kind of sit that over there for now. That'd be fine. That'd be appreciated. Um, the last few weeks that I've been with my, my junior high crew, my JY people, uh, we have been talking. Uh, I mean, it's probably been like, uh, uh, yeah, Elise, woo, and Sophie, woo. Uh, we've been talking about being salt, being light, being fruitful for the kingdom of God. Basically, there should be something different about me and you when we interact with the world. There should be something different about me and you than the people of this world. Amen? And the thing that's different about me and you, hopefully, is Jesus, right? There, there should be something remarkably different about you and I because we have had an encounter with Jesus Christ. Amen? When people have encounters with Jesus in the Bible, they almost always, and I'm going to say almost because there are some people that refuse to change, but almost every single time, they left different than the way they did when they first encountered Jesus. Amen? Because Jesus brings change. I'm going to say that again. Jesus brings change. Amen. So we're going to be kind of talking about that a little bit tonight because this is what I believe. 2023, and we keep talking about it, there's just something different for a Blaze Youth, but also for you, even just specifically. 2023 is a new year. It's a new beginning, and God wants to do new things in you. Amen. But in order for that to happen, we have to understand that we have got to come close to God. We have to be near to him so that way we can live a fruitful life for him. Amen? So we're going to start over here in the book of John chapter 15. I've been stuck on this since Monday night at Octane. Shout out to Octane on Mondays at 4.30. Tori Dow's been doing an awesome job leading us. No, yes. More applause, please. Yes. One of your fellow students has been leading us in discussion and devotion. That's awesome. That should be celebrated. I said, that should be celebrated. Yeah. yeah, praise God. That's right. It's amazing. It's awesome. But anyway, you know, she, she's been talking about basically revival a little bit, and there's different levels of commitment in Christianity. But, but we got into John 15, and we started talking about it, and, and it just really resonated with me. And I've always loved this passage of Scripture. So I want to start here tonight out of John 15, out of verse 1. It says, I am the true grapevine, and my Father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch of mine that doesn't produce fruit, And he prunes the branches that do bear fruit so they will produce even more. You have already been pruned and purified by the message I've given you. Remain in me and I will remain in you. A branch cannot produce fruit if it is severed from the vine. And you cannot be fruitful unless you remain in me. Verse 5, yes, I am the vine. You are the branches. Those who remain in me, Jesus, and I in them will produce much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. Anyone who does not remain in me is thrown away like a useless branch and withers. Such branches are gathered into a pile to be burned. But if you remain in me, and my words remain in you, you may ask for anything you want, and it will be granted. And when you produce much fruit, you are my true disciples. This brings great glory to my Father. 
We're talking about being close to God in 2023. We're talking about being fruitful in 2023, amen? The title of my message tonight is called, Where's My Fruit, all right? <laughs> Let's bow our heads, get ready to pray, get ready to receive what God has for us. Father God, we just thank you so much for what you're doing in this space tonight. We thank you for this time that we have to gather and learn about your word, learn about your teachings, learn more about the way, the truth, and the life that is Jesus Christ. And I pray that you inspire us, you encourage us, and you equip us in this time, and you give us a boldness to be closer to you. We appreciate you and we love you, Jesus. Amen. So we gotta get close to God. We gotta be near to God. We gotta be connected to him. And a lot of you guys might have noticed it is the time where things are changing in the atmosphere. Things are changing in the seasonal type activity. Flowers are starting to bloom, guys. Grass is starting to get green outside, guys. My trees are starting to sprout leaves. Not this branch anymore, though. <laughs> but look at, the, look, at, look at this cute little guy right here. I was looking at my yard today, and I was standing out there, and I was like, oh, my gosh, look at those cute little leaves. They're so beautiful, and they're so cute, you know? We live in a new, you know, neighborhood. We, we, we bought our house. We built our house about almost three years ago, so there's, like, no mature trees. Like, like the tree that's in front of our house is barely taller than me because it's just a new place. There's not mature trees there. However, at the corner of my house, I have like a giant, probably 40-foot sawtooth oak tree. And so when I was looking at it today, I was like, oh, man, that's really good. And so I took off one of its branches. I took, a, I took well, this is probably a twig in comparison to like its real branches, but I took off one of these branches. I took off one of these twigs here to really illustrate a point tonight that these leaves right here, this twig has now been separated from its source. It's now been separated from its tree. It's been separated from the branch. So now, unfortunately, for all these wonderful tiny little leaves, this is all they will ever produce. This is the extent of it. Now, if I really wanted to and I really wanted to try and after I pulled this thing off and I wanted to get really creative, I could have done my very best to tie it back to the tree. I could have wrapped it around. I could have put some solution on it. And maybe if I got lucky, it would have grown back into the tree and then it would have been able to produce again. But I have not done that. Is still, I murdered it. That's right. That's what Ian said. I murdered it. I took it off the tree. I took it away from its life source. And what's interesting, though, is that these little tiny leaves, this little tiny twig, had so much potential to have life come from it. But because it's been so simply taken away, just a, a tiny little decision of taking it off the tree, it now has no life, power inside of it. And, and it's so depressing a little bit because in my front yard, I have another sawtooth oak. And it's the one that we got there when we first moved in. And it's been there for almost three years. And this is the size of its leaves because now it is now producing decently mature leaves. It's even dropping acorns in our yard now. It's awesome. Now, right now they're brown because seasons, uh, that's a thing. But if I had left this tree, untouched, unbothered, eventually. It would have had real leaves, like big boy leaves, like big daddy leaves. And it would have been like, look, 
Look at me! I've got these giant sawtooth leaves! It would have been proud, it would have been excited, and also, hopefully, it would have had the potential to also drop acorns. And when it dropped acorns, then more trees could have been produced, and more fruit could have been produced. But that only happens when it's connected to its life source. Amen? How vital is it, how necessary is it that we be connected to our life source, which is Jesus in 2023, amen? We need to be connected. We need to be close to him so we can be fruitful for him, amen? Over here in Psalms 1, 1 through 6, it says, Oh, the joys of those who do not follow the advice of the wicked. Or stand around with sinners, or join in with uh, mockers, but they delight in the law of the Lord, meditating on it day and night. They are like trees planted along the riverbank, bearing fruit in each season. Their leaves never wither, and they prosper in all they do, but not the wicked. They are like worthless chaff, scattered by the wind. They will be condemned at the time of judgment. Sinners will have no place among the godly, for the Lord watches over the path of the godly, but the path of the, the wicked leads to destruction. So one of the things that really, really stuck out to me in this, in this little passage of scripture right here, in verse two, it says, but they delight those that do not fall in the vice of the wicked, those that do not stand around with the sinners, those that do not join in with the mockers or the ones that, that basically say, oh, that, that God thing, that's not really that, that big a deal. It's not really that real. God can't really do that. You saw that Asbury revival. It's probably fake, right? You saw them get prayed for. They, they felt, they, that guy pushed him down. Those are the mockers. Those are the people that, that are like, eh, I don't know if I believe in all that. That seems a little bit hoo-hoo to me. But it says, they delight in the law of the Lord, meditating on it day and night. And when I looked at that word delight out of the Greek, it simply means that they take pleasure in the law of the Lord. They take pleasure in God's commandments. They take pleasure in God's word. They consider it a valuable thing. And then also that it matters. The word of God matters. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. So I, I would like to say that's a pretty valuable thing for us to take to heart, amen? Those that remain in him. Those that, that, that delight in him, those that see him as valuable, those that see his word as valuable, those that abide and remain in his word, that abide and remain in his love, those are the ones that are like trees planted by the riverbank. It's a pretty windy day out there today. If I went out there right now, with this twig, maybe not right now, but you know what I mean. When it, if, if there's a big gust of wind out there and I put out my hand at this tree or this stick, it will blow away with the wind because the wind is much stronger. Wow, that really did not. It'll blow away with the wind because it's worthless. It's dead. It has no weight. It has nothing within it. It's dry. It's brittle. It's light. But if that twig, if that branch was still attached to its tree, when a wind comes... Yeah, it might blow around, it might shake a bit, but its position hasn't changed. You know, in John 15, it says, you've already been made clean. 
You've already been made pure. You've already been purified. You've already been pruned. Romans 5.1 says that you've been justified by what Jesus has done for you on the cross. Romans 8.1 says that you no longer had any condemnation. 2 Corinthians 5.21 says that he who knew no sin became sin so that you could become the righteousness of God. That is your position. Are you going to get out of your position? Are you going to separate yourself from the life source. I'm for real. I'm serious. This is all up to you. That's what John 15 is about. This is on you. God has done everything that he's going to do. Jesus has done everything he's going to do. He's not coming to die again. I'm sorry. It's already been done. The position's already been given. It's already been laid out for us. Now it's up to us. Are we going to be in position or are we going to be out of position? I'm going to be in position. This is a year of drawing close to God and being fruitful for him. Amen? Colossians 3, 17, whatever you do or say, do it as a representative of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through him to God the Father. I want to be a real representation of Jesus Christ. I want my fruit to be God fruit. I want my fruit to be love fruit. You know, the fruit of the Spirit, which is just love expressed in many different variations. Joy, patience, kindness, whatever it is, self-control, all those wonderful things. We'll read out of verse uh, 22. It says, joy, love, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. That is God fruit. I want God fruit. But having God fruit in my life requires me to go to God, requires me to draw near to God, to take his word seriously, to meditate on it day and night so that way I have it in my heart. And when his word is in me, then it's going to come out of me. When you put his word in you, his word is going to come out of you. Amen? But you got to be in him. You got to be close to him. James 4, 8 says, come close to God, and God will come close to you. Wash your hands, you sinners. Purify your hearts, for your loyalty is divided between God and the world. I don't want to have divided loyalty anymore. I don't want to be hanging out on my God tree, but I'm producing bad fruit. I'm producing Cody fruit. My fruit doesn't belong on a God tree. That's a God tree. Not a Cody tree. It's not your tree. (laughs) It's God's tree. You're within God. Produce God fruit. Draw close to God. When we draw close to him, he begins to teach us. Like it talks about in Matthew 11, 28 through 30, it says, come to me. Draw close to me. Come to me out and I'll teach you that my ways are gentle. My ways are easy to bear. My burden is light. But it requires us coming to him, being close to him, being with him, giving over all of our stuff, giving over our anxieties, giving over our fears, giving over our bad thoughts, giving over our bad desires. And he replaces them with good stuff, good fruit, lasting fruit, better thoughts. And then out of that, the fruit of the Spirit starts to effectively happen in your life. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. We need more people that are being fruitful for the kingdom. God wants more fruit in this world. See, a lot of your generation They have so much doubt about the things of God. And the reason I believe that they have doubt about the things of God 
because they haven't seen enough fruit from the people that call themselves Christians, people that call themselves followers of the way, but true followers of the way will also be doers of the way because they're not just hearers of the word, but they're doers of the word. Faith without action is dead. I can tell what you believe by the fruit that you produce. I can tell what you think about God, what you believe about God by the way that you talk to each other, by the way that you act with one another, by the way that you think, by the things that you freak out about. All these things, the way you live your life tells me what you believe. What you put out in this world tells me what you're putting in. So God is challenging you. God is is asking you, put more trust in him this year. Come closer to him this year. Access this relationship with him this year. Utilize this relationship with here. Because, see, God created you for such a great, wonderful purpose. See, see this tree that, that I've taken the, the branch off of, it was meant to produce more sawtooth oaks. But at least for this branch, that's never going to happen. And it was created to do it, and I've just destroyed its purpose because of my decision. See, you were created for a purpose, for his purpose. Ephesians 2.10 says you were created a masterpiece, new in him, created to do work, predestined to do good works that he predestined you for. You've been made to do something. You've been made for somebody to hear about Jesus in some particular way of how you do life in this world. I don't know your particular skill set. I don't know what God has put in your heart, but he made you for a reason. But in order for that reason to come to pass, in order for that fruit to manifest, you got to be with your creator. you got to understand what you've been created for. I don't want to be a useless branch that gets thrown away. I mean, this, is, this branch does no good anymore. Why, why would I keep it around? And, and that's the reality of it. It sounds so bad and it sounds so harsh, but God is saying, like, I've already done all that I'm going to do. I've put it all out here for you. Do you want it or not? And God is a gentleman. God's awesome because he's just like, I'm not going to force this on you. I'm not going to make you do this. You're not a robot. For our benefit and our detriment, he gave us free will. It's your choice. It's your choice to be close to God this year. It's your choice to be fruitful this year. And what's amazing and what's beautiful is that when you're in the plan of God, when you're following after him and you're drawing close to him, it says that if you remain in me, verse 7, 15, 15 verse 7, it says, if you remain in me and my words remain in you, if you abide in God, if you draw close to God and, and he's close with you, you can ask for anything that you want in order to be granted. God's a caring God. God's a loving God. As you do work for him, he's going to do work for you. He cares about what's going on in your life. He cares about your financial situations. He cares about your anxiety. He cares about your depression. He cares about your body. He cares about your thought life. He cares about all these things. And he wants to be there for you. But we got to be close to him to receive the full, the full abundant life that Jesus died to give. 
John 10, 10, you know, it's my favorite verse. The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but I, Jesus, have come to give you the abundant life. And that word abundant, taking it back to the root, actually means super abundant, more than enough. And it even means like excessive, like, God, this is too much. Like, like when someone like gives you, like, you're like, hey, when you go to like a pasta place, and like, yeah, I want some Parmesan in there, and they're just like, you know, they give me a little bit like, no, 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 no. You keep coming. I want abundant Parmesan on the, just, I'll tell you when to stop. And they just put it all over there, and just, that's what I want. God's like that. He gives you so much that you don't even know what to do with it all because he cares about you. And see, when we go into this world, like it says in Colossians 3.17, that all that we do, do it as representative, as Lord Jesus Christ, giving thanks to him. See, when we leave this place, when we go into our schools, we go into our communities, we go into our cul-de-sacs, or we hang out with our families, whatever it looks like for you, when we go in this place and we put out this fruit that we've been receiving from God and it's been birthing within us and it's been cultivated within us and when we put it out into this world people are like whoa something's different about you and then when you let's like throw it back and roll it up on God they're just like what he did that for you I mean I can have that too See, that's, that's what it's about, is us being this representation and bringing Jesus to people, bringing his love to people. But we can't bring Jesus to people if we're not going to be with Jesus. Like, like how am I going to take him with me if I've never been with him myself? God is asking you to be close to him this year because he wants you to be fruitful this year. Where's your fruit? If you're asking yourself, where's my fruit? Where's God? Where are you with God? If you're looking around, you're like, I don't have love. I don't have joy. I don't have patience. I don't have kindness. I don't have self-control. Where are you with God? Are you close to him? Is he your, your Sunday God and your Wednesday God? But Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, that's all TikTok God and Money God and influencer God and rap God and other God, not God. <laughs> we need to make God our God every single day. We got to be close to God every single day. We got to remain in Him. We got to delight in Him. Take His word seriously. Consider Him valuable. Amen. If you want to have a great 2023, if you want to be fruitful in God, consider him the way. Consider him the truth. Consider him the life and remain in that truth. Understand that you have already been made righteous. Assume your position. Stay in your position. Amen.